Hello world, it's time to cue the coach. The world we are living in today has been spiraling out of control for decades in such a way that we are all losing our minds, risking our health daily, and choking on the ashes of a dying paradigm. You don't want to continue living in fear or in conformity to someone else's version of reality, do you? I know I'm done, and I've been done for quite some time now. Wellness needs an advocate. Holistic health, that is. It's time that we rise to the challenge of creating a brand new world with the fiery passion of a phoenix rising from the ashes. What beautiful essence do you possess that this world desperately needs? On this podcast, that is what we are here to find out. Together, let's unlock the pure potential from within. And as Gandhi said, let's be the change we wish to see in this world. And here we go. Episode 60, Recognizing Alchemy Within. First, today, I would like to wish everyone out there a blessed day, saying a prayer for you that your heart beats with purity, that your soul is filled magically, and that your spirits are lifted up and focused on hope. Ah, so hello out there, beautiful people. I am out in the wilderness today, kind of, sort of, I can still hear Every once in a while, kids yelling in the background at the playground and some uh, noise around town, but that's okay. I'm still out here looking at the sunshine and some greenery and some beautiful growth in spring. So I am very, very glad to be outdoors. So please forgive the audio if it is a little bit on the dull and scratchy side today because there is no professional recording going on. (laughs) This is just me being out here enjoying my life and uh i absolutely needed just needed it it's been been a long month so i'm your host of cue the coach michael malik and i'm so grateful for this platform of anchor fm for allowing me to spread my voice out into the world contribute to thoughts of a healthy mindset and focus on holistic health so This is what I aim to do here, although I do realize that as a human being, I can be subject to frustrations, fear, and concern just as much as any of you from any given day, honestly. Today's topic is a follow-up, though, to episode 55, which was Alchemize It. As I'm in the direct center of alchemization myself in this belly-off challenge, and I'm doing my best to welcome it rather than to fight against it. Since I've started this belly off challenge, I have been faced with a pending court date that could change my life drastically, the relocation of my church, my chakra meditation finale that was presented earlier this month, tons of rain and cold weather to start off our spring, a lateral move within Amazon that's given me greater responsibility and insight into my previous role and into future roles I'm pursuing. The most intense class of my life with the church that just ended this past week, aside from our final project class that will be held next Thursday, 
My two youngest children making it all the way to their finals within their respective basketball leagues, which meant lots of games to attend and an hour and a half drive to get to them each time from where I live. And my wife and I celebrating our one-year anniversary this, this month that just passed in March, March 21st. So as you can see, I clearly understand what extremely busy looks like. Many, many of us have this intense package of scenarios that keep our mind, body, and spirit and emotions very busy from day to day. And if you're anything like me, if you can't keep up with them, it's very easy to beat yourself up and to feel like you're sinking or failing when you can't balance all of these things well from day to day. It takes great determination and focus to stay positive, to keep our immune systems functioning well, and to feel good about everything in life when things feel very overwhelming. In my case, this also spills over into making this podcast for you each week, especially in this belly off challenge. Now, I've had every intention of pulling off this challenge over three months and seeing my abs clearly by May 4th, yet this is just over, just under three weeks away, really. And I've had bad back pain that's come into play, uh, chest pain over the past couple of weeks, mental and physical exhaustion, and a very real scenario of a very full plate to deal with over these past three months. Now, not one of these things is an excuse, mind you. They're just my experiences, and they're very real. So this is where today's topic is inspired from. I've learned a lot from years of experience in spiritual progression, especially that a chemical process takes place within the body once we set an intention to do something and we become very serious about it. Once I made once I've made decisions to make any changes in my life, I'm always faced with this opposition to that decision that comes at me with a strength far more powerful than the strength of the thing, whatever it may have been, was while I was ignoring the change and going about the old way of doing things. So I'm saying as soon as you begin to make a massive change in your life and you desire to make a massive change in your life and you set that intention and you set those goals and you set some actions up for it, it is very natural. It is a very natural part of the process for the exact opposite of what you want to come right up in your face. So I was reminded of this while reading the book Scientific Christian Mental Practice in the class I just finished with the church by Emma Curtis Hopkins, where in this book she calls the process chemicalization rather than alchemy. But we're talking about the exact same thing. It's very similar to cleaning a filthy fish tank that's covered in algae. When you begin scrubbing the tank, right, the algae breaks up, tearing away from the walls and components of the tank, and the water becomes filthy and even more dirty than it was with the algae clinging to the sides of the tank and within the filter. Put a new filter in after removing much of the algae and purifying the water, and eventually the tank looks pristine and might even be restored to a more beautiful state than it was before the tank got dirty in the first place, if you do it right, right? Yet all the while, you don't want to lose all of the nutrients and initial water temperature, so the cleaning process is delicate, and it's a lengthy process when done correctly. I don't own a fish tank, though. Full disclaimer. <laughs> And never have, so I won't go much further with this analogy, but my best friend in childhood had a fish, and so I learned a few things, namely that it wasn't as simple as just dumping out the old water, cleaning the tank, and then adding the new water and putting the fish back in it. Doing it that way will kill them, because the shock 
to their system is just too great. They can't be completely removed from their old environment and just thrown into a new one. So that is an interesting scenario to use as an example since I don't own a fish tank, but it still makes sense. My point, quick fixes and just expecting a perfect transformation when attempting any huge personal change is unrealistic, sometimes harmful, and can be even fatal when we push ourselves too hard. And at the very least, we just feel like we failed and maybe move on to something else instead of trying again or trying harder. The human being is a complex ecosystem in and of itself, and taking great care of it is not an easy task. Finding balance sometimes slows down our personal goals and objectives, and that is my point. With this belly off challenge, I've made some huge strides, adding workouts, keeping my mind and emotions focused, and I've gained a clear understanding as to what things contributed to belly fat in the first place. I have a strong mental image that I'm attached to emotionally and faithfully of what I desire to look like, and I know that that is still on the way. I may, however, have to extend my timeline a little bit in order to see it out pictured in 3D reality. And guess what? That is completely okay with me now that I've gotten over the initial disappointment with myself. All of this is alchemy. I set an intention and everything that was previously in my way and on my mind has intensified. It's like the algae floating around in that water, making me feel dirtier and less healthy than I was prior to taking this step. So not only is this okay, but I expected it, having the wisdom from past experience to look back on. When alchemy takes hold within us and all around us, it can be demoralizing, disappointing, frustrating, and it can push us to give up, or it can become the chemicalization for an intense deep clean if we so choose to allow it to be. It's your choice as to what to make of it. Now, this doesn't mean that we should not attempt to set goals in the first place or that we shouldn't attempt to hold ourselves accountable for missing deadlines for personal achievement. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is that when you do fail, and at times we all do, remember all of the greats, Einstein, Edison, Ford, and so many more experienced failure over and over again before and even after great success. They knew the secret of chemicalization, that failures are just the algae rising to the surface and spreading out as it's being removed. The dust settles, the smoke clears, the storm subsides. And the most important thing that we can do is to go with the flow, to readjust and to keep setting these goals and changing and altering them along with the wisdom we gain along the way we adapt we morph we alchemize into an even better stronger material or person than we were before so if you're struggling with this process just as i am this is your reminder to get the hell up to get off of your pity pot and to get back on your feet and get to work take what you've learned in your back pocket and prepare yourself for even more knowledge take a licking and keep on ticking There's never a time where renewing inspiration and motivation is ever a bad thing. Allowing yourself to fail permanently, as I've discussed several times in in multiple podcasts recently, is an important part of the process. You have to allow yourself to fail just enough 
to say that you've tried and then keep on going again. But allowing failure to settle in as, as demoralizing and debilitating just doesn't make any sense. It, it's not helping your life, right? So stay focused and get yourself back up. Sometimes I turn to deeply inspirational movies that contain what Joseph Campbell's coined as the hero's journey. That type of movie such as Rocky or any of the modern-day Avengers movies that Stan Lee so beautifully created will all show you that, you know, that there's, there's some joy in the hero's journey. If you can deeply motivationally... I mean, if you can deeply emotionally connect yourself to the characters that go through this journey where they have these great intentions and then they struggle with all these things that can demoralize them and make them feel like a failure and then they still manage to rise above it and come out the other side victorious then you can kind of feel that in your own life you have to choose to look for that though instead of just looking at the failures so I know that you might see these movies that I'm referencing here as, as a cheesy example of, of the hero's journey, but when I use these movies intentionally, I relate so well to feeling disappointed, disgusted, down and out, and living in mediocrity that, and then feeling something just give way and finally allowing a sense of freedom on it that, you know, it's just, just divinely inspires me in a way to have a breakthrough and change in my life sometimes sometimes I just can't see it in my own life so don't get caught up in the destructive thinking of oh yeah but those things just don't happen to me God hates me nothing works in my life everything fails eventually any of these types of statements create a spiritual mold for toxicity and sadness and quite simply it's just not true for any of us instead allow that failure to become the fertilizer for success expect the bad to rise to the surface when you choose to look away from it this was easy to do when we were kids, right? If we looked away from the monster, it seemed to creep into visions within our mind when we went to sleep or got scared, didn't it? You just you try and try and hide away and it comes at you even more ferociously. I know that's what happened for me. And these monsters aren't any less scary when we turn and look at them directly either, are they? Yet when we begin to understand the monster, to expect the monster, to prepare for the monster, it might be challenging to defeat, but it's much less scary. So to sum this entire episode up, alchemization, as I refer to it, is the process of change that begins to metabolize, if you will, throughout our lives. We set an intention of extreme change in motion, and as the cogs break free of the rust and begin to move, all of the trash, dust, mold, or algae whatever we use in this analogy that was lodged in place for years begins to fall away and make life look dark for a while, for a spell, for a season. This can be painful, it can be hard, and it feels like death, disappointment, sadness, and failure, when in reality, it's just alchemy and an expected part of the process when wisdom is injected into the understanding of it. The strongest among us rise to the surface, take a breath of fresh air, and ride out the storm. 
When the hero's journey of this particular area of life is completed, you will know that every single part of the journey, every failure, every intricacy, every bit of sadness and struggle was worth it, even if it takes a little longer than we expect. So while I'm going to work very hard to make these last 20 days count towards the win column, I will not allow discouragement to have any power over me if I need a bit more time, and neither should you. Progress is perfection. Alchemy is part of the process, and you are already perfect, human, just like me. And sure, when I set out on this journey, did I set it out with, okay, I have these 90 days, but if I don't make it, that's okay? No, I didn't. I said, I'm going to do this in these 90 days. But now as it gets to the very end of the project, just like anything else, if the project needs a little more time for completion, you have to set a new project end date. And that is the way that I operate through my life. I set a plan in motion with every intention of completing it. And then I adjust where necessary. So that's what we need to do. So I love you. I am with you. Let us move forward in non-judgment and self-love as we navigate this amazing journey of life together. Stay strong, grow in wisdom, and embrace change as a beautiful experience, including the gift of emotional ups and downs, without regret. So one quick statement that I want to leave you with here, if there are any causes you know of that can focus on environmental restoration, on compassion, inclusion, or holistic natural health, Find a way to support them through tithing, volunteer support, or positive word of mouth. Your heart will thank you for it, and the karma you will reap from such an act will be well worth it. And we all need you very, very much these days. This could include this podcast, a company like Four Oceans, or Young Living, or Habitat for Humanity, or any group that supports a solution rather than focusing on a problem. So the world needs this type of forward thinking more now than ever before. Please excuse the extremely loud plane that is flying overhead right now. <laughs> uh, and it doesn't have to be a company that has anything to do with me, obviously, or anything that, I, that I'm interested in. These are just ideas because they come from my life. So whatever causes su- that you want to support, go for it. But just make sure that it's something that is really focusing on a cause that we can all benefit from in some way. Get creative about it. It doesn't necessarily have to be monetary support. It could be as simple as spreading the word or trading services or finding a way to just add value in some way. The opposite side of this coin is Stop supporting any company or ideals that breed destruction, cheap labor, or laziness, even if it's one company at a time. I wasn't, I was always taught that we vote with our dollars at times by not spending them where harm is caused and by spending where progress and true life affirming principles are present instead. There have never been a better, there has never been a better time to put this practice into effect and I say that because every single retailer is facing supply chain issues right now and their ability to continue to operate will depend heavily on what you and I are still willing to buy. And this will influence the decisions by these massive companies that have been profiting for far too long on fast, cheap, low-quality foods, for example. If they want to stay alive, they're going to have to make healthier choices. 
So let's make a massive impact together while the iron is hot, shall we? Really ask yourself if it's more worth it to push through to keep your addictions available, or is it more important to secure the future of all of humanity through very carefully planned choices? Don't be selfish in your decision either. I'm including an article in the show notes here for you to ponder from the National Library of Medicine on PubMed Central that provides many points that are good to be aware of in your considerations. So I'd like to think that humanity is finally poised to make these right choices here. We have the power to alchemize our own individual lives as well as to make a huge difference in embracing alchemy towards a better tomorrow for all of mankind by ensuring we are only giving our hard-earned money and time to corporations that support our future as a whole humanity and that deserve it. All right. Well, that is all for today. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste, my friends, and good day. Until next time, take care.